Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks. My name is Mike Hensley. I'm your host, and today we're going to be talking about color variants. Who's excited about this one? I know I am. Martin Woo-hoo! is because I'm still the host, but Martin is going to kind of lead this episode. Yeah. Oh, um, I've done a little bit of research on it, but um, yeah, I guess we've been having a few conversations recently about variants that either we've seen or you know we've read about heard about that kind of stuff and it was one of the very very few very many sorry topics that we said this should be a podcast episode yeah i even wrote it on a sticky note and put it directly onto my computer the other day so you you can't get more official than that (laughs) (laughs) once it's on a sticky note that's it that's it it's accepted all right so you want to start us off with your first topic um sure yeah so Today we're going to be talking about color variants, but I figured let's start with what do you think of when you hear the word variant? And I know I wrote a couple of notes in front of you, um, and I'm sure some of you have watched Loki recently. Oh, that's right, because um, on the Disney show, there's like an infinite amount of Lokis, correct? I mean... Mm. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's a Loki? I have no idea. Oh, dear. Oh, Sharon. my God. Sorry. We have to talk. <laughs> is this like a Marvel thing? Yeah, it is a Marvel thing. Okay, that's why I don't know because oh. one of the Lokis is an alligator. Okay, so she likes that one. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but what does that have to do with uh, well, the variants, just the word not variant? Color variants. Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I think it's probably more related to the topic if we talk about. And I wrote it in the notes too. Pokemon. Um, did you ever all play Pokemon when you were younger? Yes, I no. did. <laughs> no. No. Here we go, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Um, <laughs> Three what's times. The yellow, what's the yellow one? Pikachu. Yep. I know that one. Cool. Ding, ding. Cool. Squirtle. Yeah, that's my favorite. Um, <laughs> no that's all I know. Color variants. What, what color is Squirtle? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's bluish. Yeah. Uh, but the reason I put Pokemon in there is because in Pokemon there's shiny Pokemon and they're like extremely rare to find in the games. And they're just oh. slightly different colored than the regular Pokemon. And it's almost exactly like that in nature when we talk about color variants. Okay. So I was going to ask, like for those that have played Pokemon, have you ever caught a shiny Pokemon in any of those games? Um, I, I did and it was a Pidgeotto, I think. Sweet. I think so. Um, I don't remember which game it was. It was a Game Boy one version. Mm. I can't remember. Oh, man, it's been so long. (laughs) I have some really (laughs) shiny cards, but the stats are a little different, you know. So it's the same, you know. The holographic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got secret rares, you know, Mm. holograms. All right, we're getting real nerdy now. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to mention the one that I got. Um, It was in either gold or heart gold. And it was there were these Pokemons that are very similar to the letters. They're called Unones, oh. and it was I called a shiny Unone. They're like the most. Well, they're just not very good Pokemon. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to have a shiny Pokemon in your team? You're it's not, not gonna that have this one. one. <laughs> ah, gotcha. But you're still very excited to get yeah. it. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I thought to mention that because finding a color variant in nature is like finding a shiny Pokemon. Oh yeah. Oh. Um. So we're going to talk about a few of the different color variants in nature today. Um, and we'll start off with the main three. Um, so albinism, um, melanism, and leucism. Um, I'm sure you all know or at least have a great idea of what 
uh, being an albino is, um, <laughs> and I'm sure you've all seen pictures or you know, pictures online um, or even in a pet shop or something like that. Mm-hmm. One time when I was in Florida, I saw an albino alligator. That was probably the coolest thing. Oh, it was didn't, on like an didn't your son mention yep. that yesterday? Said, yeah. it, it was an alligator farm, like in and. It was just one of the coolest things I've ever seen. That's so. cool. And Did he, it have pink eyes and yes, everything? Yes, it had it all. That's crazy. And like, I mean, you're actually kind of happy that it was it was hatched in the like alligator farm, but like it it would not make it long in the wild. There's mm-hmm. just no mm-hmm. no way. Yeah. Um. And I did a little bit of research about that. And yeah, albinos in the wild are extremely rare. Um. One of the reasons is that they just more easy to pick off, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They they don't they can't hide as much. They don't have that camouflage. However, um, the research that I was reading says that that doesn't really explain why we don't see albino predators. Because a lot of them, you know, predators are ambush, so they don't need to necessarily be camouflaged as long as they're fast or hiding well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be due to their eyes. So the albinism ha- uh, means they have a lack of melanin, that pigment. Mm-hmm. Um, and in their eyes, it might be that they have extreme um, photosensitivity. So light just affects albinos more than a regular mm. animal oh. uh, meaning they can't focus properly they you know they can't do regular things out in the sunlight that mm. other animals might do making it more difficult to hunt yeah. and succeed mm-hmm. yeah hmm. well the I same thing know. with the color the being white i would think would be especially for predators that have to camouflage and hide to that's get their true. prey yeah. you know that's yeah. true. It's like oh crap there he is see you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i see you well but there are yeah i see you there are there are insects there are arachnids that are white yeah uh, you know and they they do a perfectly good job. There are crab spiders that we have right here. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that blend in. You found perfectly. a really cool one last week. Oh yeah, but aren't yeah. their habitats so white? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. The, the, the the um the flowers that they're on are ghost crabs. When you said sand, that mm. went right to my brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, yeah. So um yeah, albinism is um it's a mutation that affects the production of melanin or an enzyme that produces melanin, and that's why they're so white. But they're not like a true white. It's kind of like an off white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And the opposite of that is melanism. And that's the overproduction of melanin. And those animals appear very dark, almost like jet black. Yeah. And those are way more common in nature um, because they don't get picked off as much. They don't have those photosensitivity issues. Um, and yeah, you can even see populations of them. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. any of you ever seen a melanistic animal or pictures of them? Three. Three. Squirrels. Oh, yeah, we have a lot of black squirrels here oh, in Northern yeah. Ohio. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. so sometimes it happens in minks a lot because their fur is already that dark brown, mm. and then they can be all black. Mm-hmm. I've seen one of those. And then um, maybe it was only two, or I just drew a blank on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll come back, but it might, I might have. I don't know. Nope, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> and if you search pictures of melanistic animals online, they just look so badass. Yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Just like seeing a, a jet black <laughs> crocodile, or yeah. you know, it's it's awesome. I've seen three, I think. Um, one was a garter snake. What? They have a population of melanistic garter snakes um, towards the McGee area, you know, of um, Ohio. So I, I think I was on the boardwalk at McGee Marsh um, during the biggest week three years ago, and I saw a, a really black snake, and I just assumed it was a water snake yeah mm-hmm. and i took a picture put it on iNaturalist, and someone agreed with me verified it as a, a northern water snake and then several months later someone was going through the record someone that knows snakes a lot better than me and he 
showed that it was a misidentification and then he mm. tagged a couple of people and they were like yep yeah, i agree it's a melanistic garter snake wow i mean because i was going to ask that but you had answered it immediately um my i would have instantly just chalked that up as something else and yeah. not a garter yeah. not even close so what yeah sometimes their it, eyes what, ab what about their eyes are they darker or are they as brighter in color i think they're normal but i, I don't know for sure I, I i didn't see anything about that um Another one that I saw was in England, which is where I'm from. Um, we have three species of lizards in England. One of them is a legless lizard. It's called a slow worm. They're neither slow nor worms. <laughs> but that's a name change. <laughs> story we're, for we're another right. day. Yeah, we're putting up a name change for that one too. Um, and yeah, um, we were doing surveys <laughs> and um, there was one population of melanistic slow worms as well. So there were mm -hmm. several in this one park that were just almost jet black where they should be like a, a copper brown color. Yeah. That's so that was pretty cool. I want to see a snake now. Yeah. Because that, that would just excite me. Well, now I'm, that's all I'm going to do is look for that kind of stuff. Mm. Oh, cool. Mm. cool. And um, the third one is leucism. And that's one that people confuse with um, alb albinism all the time mm -hmm. because they're white, mm -hmm. right? Um, but leucism isn't just the melanin pigment. <laughs> it's multiple pigments. So it's actually more of a pure white. It almost looks like snow white or true white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, you know, we were just talking to someone just now who showed us a picture of a leucistic red tail hawk. Yeah. And they it just looked like a white bird, right? Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, in the picture, I assumed it was a snowy owl. I thought it was a snowy too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and again, they're more common in nature um, because they don't have the eye problems that the albinos have. And their eyes look almost exactly normal. Like the pigmentation of the eyes are unaffected, mm -hmm. which is kind of strange. I don't know fully why that is. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they would have normal eyes as a normal animal would. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I'm going to throw it out. Have any of you seen a leucistic animal? Yes. I'm sure I have. Did you go with me when we went to find the red-winged blackbird of Wyandotte two years ago that Brad found? No, I didn't go with you, but yeah. So there yeah. was that, and then I've seen a a blue jay, a blue bird. Sorry, not a blue jay, a blue oh. bird. Oh, so, yeah. Those, but it was white. The blue it was bird. all white. All white. Wow. Yep. Oh wow. Very cool. So. Well, we thought we saw a leucistic <laughs> Canada goose <laughs> last week, and that was the one of the reasons for this podcast is we were out looking for butterflies for Cheryl, and we thanks guys. <laughs> we caught some butterflies, but not the ones you wanted. Right. <laughs> Um, and as we were driving around at Osborne, um, a flock of geese flew over, probably around like 15 or so. And one of them was white. <laughs> and I was Mike driving. was driving. <laughs> and I just said, shout, go, go, go. <laughs> we both kind of looked up and like, we're like, is that what I think it is in our head? And then he, I said it out loud. Martin's like, yes, go, 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 go. <laughs> like... Our gators have like, I think like some type of restrictor plate as a max <laughs> like speed you can go. And my foot was on the floor. So. Spoilers, we did not catch up. Oh no, it was moving way too fast. But oh, um, anyway, funny. two days later, um, I'm driving into work at Osborne and there's a huge flock of geese um, on the soccer fields here. And one of them is white. So I I drive to it and park up and I, I call Mike straight away and I'm... Um, I'm telling him, like, get out here. The white goose is here. <laughs> so I run out the door and I pass Kippy as Kippy's coming into the office. And he's like, oh, no, they found something. <laughs> That's what he said because I took off so quick. And I made it to Martin with the camera and everything. And, mm. you know, we took some pictures. There were actually mm. three birds. Yeah. Um, we figured out it wasn't actually a, a fully leucistic Canada goose. 
but it was definitely a hybrid of some sort that mm -hmm. did have some kind of pigmentation problem. Yeah. So and yeah, as you said, white as well. No, no it's, it's beak, it's beak was, was like spotty. Yeah, a little bit yellow, orange, black. orange, yellow with some black dots on mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and there were two other hybrids with it. It was kind; of, they were kind of hanging around mm -hmm. in a group of three. But those hybrids looked more like Canada geese than mm -hmm. the white one. Um, yeah, we I think we figured out it was probably Canada with a mix of grey lag, which is like yeah. the, your general domesticated mm -hmm. goose, which is from Europe. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool, and that's what really sparked this podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm. And like just to see them in the wild is like it's kind of like a shock. I I stare at them longer than I stare at most birds because I love to find birds, but I won't. I know some people who will sit on birds all all day long. Mm -hmm. Like that. The only reason I sat on that snowy owl last year was because sorry, Martin, uh, was because like we had to keep people <laughs> too, from getting close too soon. <laughs> Still too soon. Till I find it too soon. <laughs> um, uh, that's the longest I've ever sat on a bird just because we had to keep people from getting close mm -hmm. to it. Um, mm. But yeah, no, like some people would just take pictures of that bird for days. Yeah. I was just like, chick, chick, chick. all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, right, got it. <laughs> so. so I did tell Mike about a, a leucistic animal that I did see earlier this year. And I don't know if you could guess what it is. It's one of my favorite species. A turtle. Nope. That would be <laughs> amazing. Turkey vulture. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was driving near uh, Margaritaville, heading out that direction, and I didn't have my camera, didn't have my binoculars or anything other than my cell phone. Um, and I saw a bird fly over that was white. It was like mm -hmm. white as white, but I knew it wasn't like a, an egret or you know, a snowy owl or something. Um, it, it made me look like a few times, mm -hmm. and you know, it was flying like a turkey vulture. It was flying with turkey vultures. It was a turkey it vulture. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was really cool to see. Yeah. And I, I texted Mike that night and told him what I saw. But I would love to have got photos of it. Yeah. But, but if you search online, loads of people see um, leucistic turkey vultures. I don't know what it is about wow. them, but there's there's tons of them around apparently. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of hummingbirds too. Yeah, I've seen like hummingbird photos. A ridiculous amount. And because they come to feeders, it's probably a little bit easier to see them. Yeah, right. but we don't really see, you know cardinals or chickadees or you know other common yeah. birds mm -hmm. house sparrows i've seen people post pictures of leucistic house sparrows and then yeah and then i've heard of starlings and odds and ends i've heard of swallows too a few a few different types of swallows have come up um when we were looking for that gray lag mm. trying to decide what that bird was i'd come across a few swallows mm -hmm. that were you know kind of like that so yeah i'd it's it's an interesting color because I mean it's an interesting like gene morph or you know whatever is going on there because the fact that these animals have been able to make it that long even kind of sticking out despite their eye mm -hmm. kind of thing you know surprise a bird of prey or something not picking them off or something so mm -hmm. right um, before we move on to um, the other color variants the less common ones I just want to go back and mention a couple of things um, like the term black panther um, I'm sure you've all heard that. That refers to melanistic leopards <laughs> or jaguars or jaguars, mm -hmm. as you incorrectly say here. And I was always confused by that because, you know, the Marvel superhero is called Black Panther, but I'd always thought of panthers being a South American species, but Black yeah. Panthers in Africa. But no, I, I looked at it and Black Panther refers to leopards as well, as long as they're melanistic. Oh. So that was pretty cool. We should come up with names for all the animals that have that 
color variant. Mm. Right. That would be awesome. Shiny. <laughs> They're shiny. I, I imagine them with like sparkles, just like the Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what about black foxes? Is that a lunistic thing? That's melanistic okay. also. Um, yeah, they're, they're often called silver foxes. And um, mm. yeah, that's really cool. The nature center that I worked at um, before, they had three taxidermy foxes. One was a regular red fox. One was a melanistic fox called a silver fox. And one was a mix of the two. Mm. And what's really cool is that mix had you know, elements of its fur that was red and elements that were that silvery black. So it really was oh, a cross between the two. That's cool. Yeah. So is it genetic? It is genetic. Yeah. It's it's a something in their genes that affects the production of those pigments. Whether it's over or under production. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you will see animals in the wild that are like that. I'm sure you've heard of piebald animals. Oh uh, yeah. Like piebald deer, yeah, piebald horses. They they have like some of their body parts are leucistic, but some are not. Mm-hmm. It's like partial leucism. That's the other one that I've seen. And I was with one of our ops staff taking pictures one time, Troy, and we came across a piebald. That's why I couldn't think of it. It's very cool. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's cool. I digest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I digress. Um, <laughs> another famous um, group of animals that are leucistic are white tigers. Have you ever seen a white tiger in a zoo? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've seen... The ligers that are like white that are oh across. yeah that's a mix oh. between yeah. tiger and a lion. and a lion yeah which the if you've ever seen Napoleon Dynamite the first time I heard that I thought he created it by himself and that was <laughs> a thing and then I got to college and I was like hold on that's ligers are a thing. real thing but this picture doesn't <laughs> does, didn't look anything no like the real it was liger. a terrible picture yeah. but still funny I haven't <laughs> seen that I see <laughs> a, a white uh, tiger when I was a kid at Tampa. Bush Gardens okay. down in Tampa, Florida. Oh, cool. yeah, they, they had oh, yeah. a couple of them just lounging out there with the other tigers, you know. Mm. I th- and I think that it's kind of cool that, that that these tigers all get along. Like, even though they're so drastically different, they still mm-hmm. flock together, mm-hmm. like you were saying, the the vultures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's something I put in my notes a bit later, is that um, now these animals, if you don't know what it is based on its color, usually they're still hanging around with their, their same species. Mm-hmm. Like a leucistic house sparrow is going to be in a flock of house sparrows. So you'll be able to figure out what it is by its body shape, by its behavior, mm-hmm. by its habitat, surroundings, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. For the most part, they're not going to change who they are as a species. They just look different color. And the only time it might get difficult is if you have multiple like hummingbird species, for an example, mm-hmm. where you live. We don't right. hear um, or don't very often. Um, then that might become mm-hmm. a little difficult to narrowing down exactly which one it is. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned those f- main three color variants, and um, we talked about a few examples of each of them. Mm-hmm. I found three other color variant um, words, and I wrote each of those words um, on your sheets. Mm. Um, I'd never heard of those words before, and I wonder if you can guess what they mean. I'm going to try and pronounce them. The first one is erythrism. Can you use it in a sentence, please? What is <laughs> erythrism? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I found a... A Katie did that was erythristic. Oh, is it the pink? Is it the pink? It's reddish orange, yeah. So I'd say oh. that's okay. close enough. Yeah. So they had a population of these on Kelly's no a way. few years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they were like putting out pictures right when I started with the park. And they were oh. like, these pink Katie did. I'm like, I need to see this. Mm. Like, why can't I find that? Yeah, so it's essentially um, green pigment 
um, is lost for whatever reason and they show more red or orange. I think it's probably more production of those red or orange pigments mm-hmm. overcome yeah. the green. Yeah. So they're more common in insects like yeah. grasshoppers, katydids, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I'd love to see, see one. Yeah. Do they have uh, pictures at Kelly's? Do you know who else? Um, you know, the who's the guy who makes the books for Ohio that we see? Oh, uh, Fitz, Fitzsimmons? Fitzsimmons? Yeah. He, in his card game that he does, um, it has a pink Katie did. His, like, really? go fish cards. Yeah. Wow. I, I know that because my kid has that, and we just played last night. Oh, cool. So, <laughs> anyway. I need that The game. irony there, so. <laughs> okay, next word. Xanthism or xanthochromism. Once you gave the other one to me, is that like June bugs though, with like the shiny? No, no. This this is more of like. um, Is it a color? Pigment related, not blue. Purple. What if I said has been seen in a northern cardinal? Oh, it's the yellow. The yellow. Yeah. Yeah. So they have an abundance of yellow pigment. So birds that are usually red are turned out yellow, and a few yellow northern cardinals have been seen in recent years, and. I can't remember the odds of finding one. It's like a one in a million or something. But I, I think it's like more than that. Surely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I found one, I'm, I'll just cry. Yeah. <laughs> be it for me. Do you know what I was just thinking? I was thinking about when you go to a pet store and you see all the goldfish. How some are uh-huh. gold, some are white, some are you know they they go through all shades of these or all mm-hmm. pigment. You know, yeah, I, I have no idea how how they do that. Like koi fish too. You notice that you go to yeah. a koi pond and there's white mm-hmm. ones and orange ones. They're all. You know, they all have different pigment. Well, they have, at least I can speak for snakes on this um, aspect. They have figured out a way, um, breeders have figured out a way to manipulate those genes so they can have like, like if you look it up, like there are purple ball pythons, there are like purple hognose snakes and things. They can Mm. alter these. If you take a, it's going to get a little, if you take two species of rat snakes, you can make a blue rat snake essentially um, by hybridizing them. And they really do look blue. I'm not lying to you. Google it right now. Um, but like, it's it's really cool. Hmm. So That is cool. Two other species that we get in Ohio that um, have xanthochromism. Um, rose-breasted gospreak, rather than that rose-breast, could be yellow. Oh, and okay. scarlet tanager as well. I was That's the one I thought of yeah. when you initially mm-hmm. said it. I was like, wouldn't it be it cool like, to oh. just see yellow with black wings? It yeah. would be sweet. It would be amazing to see one. I think I would... If I saw one of those, I think I'd just just have discovered a new species. Mm-hmm. The amount of excitement that would yeah. fill you, but then to be let down later, yeah, <laughs> would just be. I mean, it's be too cool. much to bear. It'd be still too much cool. to bear. <laughs> okay, and the last color variant that I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to have you guess, is azanthism. And you might be able to work it out based on the previous one. Yeah. Orange. They have no yellow pigmentation. No yellow, yeah, because A means no. Yeah. Yeah, so oh. no yellow. Um, and that can cause um, certain green species to turn blue. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like the bullfrog? Like the bullfrog, yeah. yeah. So on Middle Bass Island, actually, they have a big population of blue bullfrogs. Wow. And it's because of this um, azanth. Xanthism. <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you said all these xanthisms yeah. and monochrisms and <laughs> cool. So so these species they're they're they tend to probably group and stay together because it is genetic, right? Well, yeah, because they, they're may, passing those genes. So you might see a lot of them in one area and absolutely none mm-hmm. in another yeah. area. Yeah, and I think some of the genes are um like recessive, some are dominant. So Genetics in p- terms of passing on those genes can be different depending on the pigment, but you know that's just not guaranteed. Yeah. So with the melanism thing, Martin last week had sh- was it this week that you had shared the squirrel thing? 
Oh yeah, I shared the Wildlife Wednesday yesterday. So my uncle called me yesterday afternoon. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, we have black squirrels here, but they're a different species." I'm like, Uncle Jim, I'm sorry, but they're not. Yeah. Like he was kind of let down because uh-huh. they call them. I forget. I don't. I don't have what the name is on me, but I wrote it down when he said it to me. Like they call it something else. They call mm-hmm. them some other type. Mm-hmm. And he lives in Delaware, so yeah. like I was like, Uncle Jim, I'm sorry. Let you know. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's that's really species, cool. Is, right? I mean, it could be a subspecies. Yeah. Is it the fox squirrel? Yeah, yeah, like okay. yeah, the ones with pointed squirrels. ears. I've seen those. That that's a red squirrel. Pointed. That are black though. Yeah, they could. They can get it too. Yeah, the black squirrels we see around here are gray squirrels that have melanistic um, okay. genes. So they're just normal squirrels, or just mm-hmm. have the the genes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just thought of squirrels in jeans, like actual jeans <laughs> pants. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Where would they get them? <laughs> we made them for them with our old denim from the '90s. So, <laughs> <laughs> very good. <sighs> There's no puns for squirrels in jeans. I was just trying to think of one, but going back to <laughs> no, going back to the <laughs> one of the Pokemon that you mentioned. Um, did you know that Squirtle was actually half turtle, half squirrel? That makes sense. Yeah. Wait Isn't a second. It, he looks it's like a, a turtle. turtle with a squirrel tail. Uh, because the name. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not know that. But I thought he was just a big turtle. Dude, my lo- my whole life just changed. <laughs> it just, bing, light bulb. What? I'm going to have to analyze pictures tonight when I get home. But what's the what's the second thing of squirrel? There's like a bigger thing, and I don't think he has the bushy tail, right? Wototo. Yeah, and does, but not too much. Yeah. Okay, so mm. I don't know some of the squirrel genes. They, they lost the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they evolve, they just get rid of the squirrel yeah. attributes. They don't need them as much. <laughs> I see. Not as much scurrying needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> he has these big cannons, cannons yeah. on his back. <laughs> We're such nerds. Oh dear. Yeah, we we really are. <laughs> sure, I was like, yeah, you guys are. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you guys are talking about. Just laugh along. <laughs> <laughs> That what was, was not that? a Pokemon. All right, so that used to be crickets, <laughs> but it's not anymore. <laughs> do, do it again. Do High it again. digest. <laughs> so it's like a bear growl, but here's what happened. <laughs> that used to be crickets. It said crickets on it. Uh, definitely not crickets. It's not crickets. No. I still didn't get what it was. <laughs> it's like a bear or something, Yeti. <laughs> it's just a monster growl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Sorry guys, I thought it was going to be crickets, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, so unless you have any other comments or thoughts about um, different color variants, are you ready for the <laughs> the news article? Ready. Okay. <laughs> ready. So I had to change the um, title of the news article so you didn't know instantly what it was. Mike guessed it anyway, and I imagine that. You might have heard about this. <laughs> so I changed the article to Cardinal with Bizarre Plumage Spotted. And um, so someone found a cardinal, a northern cardinal that we get here in Ohio, state bird of Ohio, um, that was half red and half like a yellowish orange. Hmm. And it was split down the middle. Have you heard of this? Yes. Do you remember what caused it? No. <gasps> I the do know. Algae. wouldn't be would surprise me so the person that found it um at least in the article that i found and they have been seen several times person that found it thought it was a pigment issue and he thought he found one that was like half 
leucistic or something like mm-hmm. that. But it's actually an even rarer um, phenomenon within nature where that bird was half male and half female. Oh, wow. So the the red side was the male, you know, northern cardinals, mm-hmm. males are red. And the orangish yellow side was female. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And... Um, it, as I said, it's been seen multiple times in nature um, with northern cardinals. It's also been seen with rose-breasted grosbeaks. Gross I think one was seen a couple years ago in Ohio or Pennsylvania, I think. So are these animals able to reproduce? I am not sure. Hmm. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, But I remember seeing the picture, and it's literally it's split perfect. down the middle. It's not like, like, like so cement- cattywampus or anything or like yeah. split up, but it literally looks like... Because if you see a side profile of that bird, you're like, oh, it's just a so male cardinal. I, I don't know as much as you guys. So do northern cardinals, are the females usually, are they lighter in color like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They're that yeah. grayish, okay. yeah. Yeah, that kind of grayish, yellow, orange, yeah. I, mean, I would think somebody's playing a sick joke on yeah. me mm-hmm. if I solve that. Yeah. As a naturalist, I'd be like, mm, like what is this? did somebody put this in the tree? Maybe you got too much sun on the right Yeah, side. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't turn. <laughs> oh, you didn't turn. <laughs> just clearly, beached, yeah. it was just too much beach Perched day. In a tree for a couple days. <laughs> um, so that's called bilateral gendromorphism. Gendromorphism. Hmm. I'm probably did not say that right. Um, but it's also in butterflies. So you know oh. how some butterflies, male and female, are different, just like birds. Mm-hmm. Um, butterflies can also um, show this. Do you know what I thought of when when he said that? When butterflies, I thought of a, a monarch butterfly with. One wing with a pheromone pack, mm-hmm. and then the other one without it, without just thick one. veins mm-hmm. on the other side. That, that be yeah, cool. we need to take a second look at every <laughs> monarch. Now. Well, the good thing <laughs> is, is when we do catch them, we like handle them real close. Mm-hmm. So, but the other day when I caught them, I caught like seven males. It was crazy. It was really? all males. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could tell the color, the 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 sex of butterflies by the color too. Some. For some, some species, yeah, yeah. Crescents and smaller ones, it gets a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, cool. Well, I did. I learned something today. Yeah. So I'm wildly impressed, Martin. Thank you. You're gonna take over with podcasting. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) You've you've got that down. (gasps) All right. So that's all we have for this episode. So hopefully you guys will hang out with us again next time, and we hope you guys enjoyed it. 